Huh? Yeah, yeah, she's got brothers. She's got brothers. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's carry on. Hashem should just uh, give them the chama. Uh, Lily Kaplan. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's see the Gemara now. My time with the Rebbe Yeshua. What is the reasoning of Rebbe Yeshua? Omakro. To be. To. I think at the bottom, right, Sir Ivan? Okay. So my time with the Rebbe Yeshua. What's the reasoning of Rebbe Yeshua holds that both for the warning and for the seclusion requires two witnesses? So he learned the posuk that we learned before. Aid ain ba. There isn't a witness against her, which means that when it comes to relations, there weren't two witnesses who saw have relations. There was one. So there we specifically use the word aid ain ba. There isn't the two witnesses against her. Just say there isn't two witnesses, but there was one, right? What's the bo? So the bo is coming to make a miut, which is coming to limit. Bo against her for relations, veloi bekinui. But the same doesn't apply to warning. In other words, by relations, one witness is sufficient to convict her, uh, i.e. to forbid it to her husband. But for a warning, you need two. Ba against her for relations, one is enough. Veloi bestira, but not for seclusion. Seclusion need two. In other words, Rabbi Yeshua says, the word ba limits the allowance of one witness to only the case of when he went, walked inside and saw have relations. Then we trust him. We do not trust one person for the warning. We do not trust one person for the seclusion. So Rabbi Yeshua says across the board, by warning and by seclusion, you have to have two witnesses. I'm sorry, the reasoning for one is that because it's like an, it's still part of the same process. Okay, so that's a svara. That's a logic we apply. But that logic would not be sufficient. It has to be that the Torah revealed it to us. Good point. However, Rebliezer says, No, I also agree, Bar limits. The allowance of one witness, but not as much as you. Aid ain't bother, isn't a witness against her. Not for warning. In other words, I agree. For relations, one witness is enough. And I agree that when it comes to warning, you need two. But for seclusion, one works. Doesn't make sense. Let's hear your question, Izzy. Why doesn't it make sense? Let's go through it. Rabbi Yeshua says, for relations, one witness is good enough, but for warning and seclusion, you have to have two. Rabbi says, for relations and for seclusion, one is good enough, but for warning, you need two. Now what's your kasha, Izzy? What's your problem? No, but I want you to... Come on, you know, if you're a boxer in a ring, Izzy, you've got to aim... And then you've got to lay the hook or the jab. Just for the action, one's enough. But for the seclusion, you need two. Oh, so you want to say... You believe in him? You want to say that, for, that if the action one's sufficient, then all the other things should also be. So the answer to that question, good question. The answer to that question is the reason why for the action's enough is because it came on the back of everything else. In other words... If one person rocks up and said, I saw have relations, we throw him out. It's only that if there was warning and there was seclusion and now a guy comes, then we believe him. Oh, 
Not on itself, not by itself. But by itself, for warning, everyone agrees you need two. But for seclusion, Rabbi Shur says you need two, Rabbi Leah says you need one. Why? What's that? Okay, good. So the rule is, one witness as a rule is insufficient. The only times we allow it is, for example, um, when it comes to releasing an aguna. If there's a woman whose husband has disappeared, and someone comes and says that I saw him dead on the floor, we will allow her to remarry based on that. There's a whole reason why specifically there. But as a rule, we ignore one witness. In, in monetary matters, we, we allow him to impose a shvua, an oath. But we don't correct. Now let me ask you a question. According to Rebliezer, why is he stricter that warning her has to be in front of two witnesses, but the seclusion only needs to be with one? Oh, so comes along Ivan and he says, because once you've warned her and she violated it, so now I'll rely on one witness because already, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. Says the Gemara, and we challenge it. Why don't I say, Rebliezer, why did you specifically say that Bo, meaning using one witness, only works, right, for relations and for seclusion, but for warning you need two. Why don't you say the same, that seclusion also needs two? No. Stira is kishlatuma, because the Torah compares seclusion with relations. No, 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 in the Pasuk. Dixiv, she was secluded, and she became Toma, which means she had relations. So what do you see from that? Since the Torah puts those two together, it must be just like relations, we rely on one witness. So too by seclusion, we rely on one witness. What's the logic like Ivan said? Says the Gemara, no. The Torah also puts warning with relations. He warned his wife. And she became Tome, which is relations. So what do you see over here? Why are you telling me that seclusion is like relations, that one witness works for relations, so one for seclusion, but warning is different? So we said because seclusion and relations right, are put in the same posse. But warning and relations are also put in the same posse. So you haven't given me a convincing reason in the Torah why I should say that warning only needs two and seclusion, even one, is enough. Says the Gemara Hamid Rahmana Ba. But the Torah excluded with the word Ba. Umar is. So what did you see that you specifically say that Ba? comes to exclude warning. Warning has to be two witnesses, but seclusion is enough with one. Why? Says the Gemara, Mistabro, it makes sense. Stira adifo. Stira is better to learn that you only need one. Shekain Because it forbids her to her husband like when someone witnesses her having relations. Now, let me ask you a question. If the husband warns his wife not to be alone with the man, is she forbidden to him now? No. no. If the husband warns his wife not to be in the same room as the guy, 
At that stage, is she forbidden to him? No. No, because she hasn't actually gone now after the warning and been alone. But if a witness comes and says, I saw I have relations, she becomes forbidden. If someone comes and says she was secluded, she also becomes forbidden with seclusion until she drinks, until she drinks. So there's a comparison of seclusion to relations. Just like evidence by relations means she's forbidden to her husband, so to evidence by seclusion, she becomes forbidden to her husband. So just like that's with one witness, this is also with one witness. So somebody could come out of push yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So somebody could come Let's hear. Yeah, that the husband is like, you're forbidden with her, and then a person he asks her to want to be with him, she wants to be with her. And he says, that if she did that, she was with me. Oh, and he, and he's lying. So beautiful kasha. That's a beautiful kasha. What's one of the reasons why we only use two witnesses? No, 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 no. I'll, gi- I'll give you the question now. But what's one of the reasons why we rely on two witnesses? Because two, one guy more easily could lie, right? So it says, Keith, the beautiful question of Leza. Let's say Yankala heard the husband warn his wife in front of two witnesses, don't be alone with Shmeral. So what does Yankala do? He sneaks, he lies, comes to base and says, I saw her secluded with Shmeral. Because why? Because Yankala wants to marry her. Why don't we we assume that? Why? Why do we allow this allowance of one witness? It should only be two. You have the question. Doesn't it open the doorway to... Lies. Very good. Also about the ketubah as well. So the truth is, is for seclusion, it's not going to forbid it to her husband forever because she can always go and do what? At the time of the base of Mikdash. She can drink the waters. Why should she drink the waters if she did nothing? Okay, good. So the truth is, you could ask a good question. You could say, okay, fine. It's not going to forbid her forever to her husband. But at the end of the day, she's got to go through this process of drinking the waters. So the vote is there, as we say like this. Since she was already warned in front of two witnesses, which means she was already doing things she shouldn't be doing, Hashem wanted that she should go through this process. She didn't do it outside. She didn't do it. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Now, normally, Basin are going to interrogate even the one guy. Yeah, yeah. They're going to chop him to pieces yeah, yeah. in Basin, right? I don't know if you've ever seen, you get some lawyers, right? Like Ash, right? Get some lawyers who can tear a person to shreds. Ever seen that? Yeah? Kamamish. I know, I know someone personally who literally tears people to shreds, and his wife was in one of the shops, and a woman came and blasted his wife because he was so good against her husband in court. But anyway, right? The maestro, you can get someone. In Basin, we only employ guys who are literally going to, you know, cut him, cut him apart to make sure he's not telling. Exactly. But even so, we allow it for seclusion because it's not going to forbid her forever because you can always go and drink. Fine. Says the Gimorina, Adraba. I'll tell you the opposite. You're telling me that seclusion is like the witness of relations because both forbid her. Adraba, I could say the opposite. Kinui adif. Warning should be more strict. Warning you should need more. Why? 
Shekain Ike Gorem Law. Because that's what sets the whole process in motion. Meaning at the end of the day, you're telling me seclusion is as strong as relations. Because they're both forbidden. No. Seclusion's worthless without the warning. So what's worse? You tell me. Warning, which now sets on the process that she can become a soita, or the seclusion. What would you say is should be more stricter? Why seclusion? Good. So that's the first for it. The Gemara says back that, well, without warning, there's nothing doing. And that's exactly what Izzy says now. Were it not for seclusion, would the warning be worth anything? No. So now the Gemara says, But if there wouldn't be warning, what would the seclusion help? So it's like playing tennis over here. Kinoi is worse. No, stira is worse. Kinoi is worse. Stira is worse. Now we come to our final svara. I feel even so. I'll tell you why one witness is enough for stira. Stira adifa. Stira is better, meaning even one witness makes her forbidden. Because it begins the process of what? Relations. Of relations. Think about it. We're going to be stricter to rely on even one witness with seclusion more than warning. Because warning is just, I'm warning you. Seclusion could very well end up in what? Relations. And therefore we have to be stricter there. Therefore even one witness there, we are going to consider what he says. Because at the end of the day, if she wouldn't be alone, nothing would take place. So that's the Svara of Rebliezer. Rebliezer's logic is that since she secludes herself with her husband, with her, another man, and she was warned, then even one guy comes to court and says, I saw her alone with this guy, we will accept that testimony. That's Rebliezer. Rebliezer disagrees. Rabbi Shua says you need two witnesses for both. So now the Gemara says that this Brysa coming up is not going to be like Al Mishnah. We're going to find an opinion now that even by warning, one witness is sufficient. Okay. Stop there. <laughs>